That time of year when Scott, Mitch, and Troy, three not very wise men, come bearing gifts for better health. <laughs> Guys, are you ready for this? I mean, this is getting hard because this is like the oh, yeah. third or fourth year that we've done this. You know, each one of us comes up with three gifts for health. I I really struggled, Mitch. How did how'd you do? I had to go back and listen to the old episodes. I had to cross off half of my list because the good ideas were ones that we had yeah. already come up with. But I, oh. I was able to I was able to get get a couple. Okay, Troy, was it easy for you? I mean, everything's always easy for Troy Madsen. It seems like. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, I struggled. I, my my original three gifts. I thought, well, I'm going to tell them. Let's do a pull up bar, a sleeping mask, and <laughs> some resistance bands. And then I thought, yeah. I think we've said all those at one point over the past five years. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's it was a bit of a stretch. Because I like to talk about gifts that I've actually tried and used. Yeah, yeah um, me too. Me too. You know, because then you can, yeah, give almost a testimonial to say, "Hey, this worked great for me. You should right. try it." Uh, but that was tough this year. All yeah. right, it, it's going to be a stretch for me this year. I will say, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a stretch because I, okay. I couldn't just flat out say once again get some resistance bands. You know, I'm just, I'm just not that innovative, and I don't bring too many new things into my life. So that's where that's where I struggled. <laughs> yeah, that was a lesson I learned. I think. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it could be one of two things. And let's just get into this here. So this is Who Cares About Men's Health, offering information, inspiration, and different interpretation of men's health. I am Scott Singpill. I bring the BS. The MD to my BS is Dr. Troy Madsen. And then we also have Mitch Sears on the show. Uh, he is a Who Cares About Men's Health convert. And it is nine gift ideas for better health. The rules, each one of us comes up with three ideas, has to be under 50 bucks. So uh, for me, I think the fact I had to think really hard could be good. I'm going to stand by all three of mine, even though, even though you might think they're lame. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I think the lamest gift we've ever had recommended, what is actually the coolest, and that was the toilet light. Like, yeah, some same. people might think that's super lame, but I, <laughs> okay. my, my toilet light's still going strong. At Thanksgiving, so. people were bringing up, they, they got some toilet lights. It was delightful. Ridiculous. Nice. That's nice. ridiculous. It's not delightful. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. All right. So, in no particular order, we're just going to go around, around Robin here. Each one of us will do one, uh, you know, and then I'll do one. Troy will do one. Mitch will do one. And then we'll go back around two more times. So um, my first one is, have you ever struggled with paying attention to things or getting started or sticking with something or you're in the middle of doing something and it starts getting hard and you're like, I don't just don't have any focus anymore. I can't do this. I feel What's like wrong? everything is that way now. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? What's your answer? What All do you right. got? Well, <laughs> yeah, do you have a solution. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I have I have something that can help you find a solution. And um, I think this is the first time a book has been recommended oh. on the show, isn't it? Yeah. I think maybe uh, I think of books. I've bought so many books. Wow. <laughs> That's right. This opens up a whole new world for us if we can just start recommending specific books. Like yeah. I was just going to recommend just books in general. Just give a book. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah. You, yeah. Okay. But you've got something specific. I do. I've got actually, and in my first one, I'm going to combine two different books because I feel like unintentionally, I read them back to back and unintentionally they work so well back to back. It was like just, it was perfect. So hmm. the first one impacts all aspects of the core four no matter what you do whether it's you know your activity or your nutrition or your sleep or your mental health and the book is called indistractable how to control your attention and choose your life mm -hmm. so we live in a world where it feels like everything is out there to distract us from what we're trying to do and i have struggled with focus for the past few years and it's been really frustrating i don't know i'm like is it because i'm aging is it the world we live in is it we you know what is it 
Um, so this book helped me understand why, and it gave me some steps to take, and it actually has helped me, and I'm getting better, and I'm, I'm seeing progress. Hmm. And one of the concepts in this book that really resonated with me, and there's so many great concepts in here that can resonate with you, is that we live our values through the things we pay attention to. And either we can do things that help us achieve those values, which is called gaining traction, or we can do things that prevent us from achieving those things, which is distraction. And that really resonated with me. So this book goes into depth about what, an, you know, we've lived in a distractible times. We've been distractible for years, way before the computer age. It kind of goes through the history of it and it goes through why we're distractible. And then it gives us some things that we could start doing to actually start fixing that. So that's my first book called Indistractable, How to Control Your Attention and Choose Your Life. 13 hmm. bucks for the digital copy, 16 bucks for the paperback, 26 for the audiobook. Although I have an Audible subscription, I bought it with one of my monthly credits. That's really right. expensive for an audiobook, I thought. So that's my first one. It's funny that this was the book, one of the books you suggested because it's on my like, I, I'm waiting for next month's Audible credit to buy this one. Um, because after I got my ADHD diagnosis last year and I've been trying to like come to terms with it and figure out how my brain works, et cetera, like I'm on a bunch of these ADHD blogs and this book comes up all the time for people with um, executive dysfunction issues on top of just everybody, I guess. But yeah, so it's cool. The very next book that followed that was a book called Atomic Habits. And this dives into how we develop habits to actually achieve the things we want to accomplish. And it uses something called the four laws of behavior change. And the concept that the author puts forth is that improving 1% every day isn't even noticeable. You probably don't even know what's going on. And with so many things we do in health and, and wellness, I think that's the case, right? Mm -hmm. We do these things and we expect to see progress in a week or two. We expect to see muscle gain or weight loss or better uh, numbers when we go back to the doctor. But it's that 1% over the long haul that makes the huge yeah. difference. So the contention is small habits make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the analogies they used was interesting is like a bamboo plant spends 80% of, you know, the first year growing roots. You wouldn't even tell that the plant's growing. Right. And then mm. within a few weeks, it grows in height, right? So hmm. if you implement good habits that are driving you towards the things you want, like you said, it, it's not always linear. You might not always see that thing happening right away. But over time, it can make a big difference. And, and it can appear like kind of all at once in some instances. So, right. All right, Mitch, uh, what's your gift number one? Well, just piggybacking off of yours. Uh, we are going to <laughs> do, yeah, fun. I know. We are going to do a subscription to an audio service. Um, this past year, I got myself an Audible subscription. And it's the first time I've done, ever done audiobooks. I always thought, you know, podcasts are one thing, but something about a book, I'm like, I could be reading this faster. Like, why would I sit and listen? And it's like, no, like, you're not going to read anyway, <laughs> you know, like just, <laughs> but you can listen to someone tell a story. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that has really kind of shocked me this year is the other two services that I've tried out is um, Calm and Headspace. So guided meditation audio services. And between the two of them, I do Audible when I do a little bit of strength training in the morning. I don't know why that matches up for me, but as I listen to, as I lift weights, I learn something new or listen to a book. Um, it has really helped with, say, an intellectual health that I didn't realize I was kind of lacking. 
like mm. this kind of novel experience, these new ideas, yes. these new, right? new ideas. Yes, I'm, where, I'm with you on that. So that's just it. Is it's not like I'm thinking the same thing every day. It's just like, hmm, what do I think about this? Yeah. And it, you know, it's not always self help. Like I, I listened to Dune, you know, and I'm like, mm, yes, mm. Dune, but it was still just different than doing nothing for my intellectual health. Right. And then the second part was with this Headspace or Calm or there's a ton of other guided apps. They're just the ones that I use. When I find myself feeling off, you know, I can just pull something up. A lot of times they are organized into like what is stressing you out or what feelings you're experiencing. And you put in how much time you have to like think about them and just being able to like very easily just click a button and say, hey, like, let's just breathe for a minute. Let's get present and incorporating aiding that into my daily life has been really helpful. So both of these subscriptions, um, Audible is a little bit pricier, but you could get uh, a three to six month for under 50 bucks. And same with Headspace or Calm. Um, so a whole year is going to be a little bit more, but you can give them a half year and see if they like it. Two or three things you hit on, Mitch. One, novelty. My brain craves novelty as well. And mm -hmm. I found books for the same thing, right? Even if I don't necessarily implement everything I hear in a book, or even if I listen to a Dune, I love, you know, my brain craves it. So it does help. So that really resonated with me. Uh, and it's changed. Audible has changed the way I consume. Like I used to listen to a lot of podcasts, but I kind of feel like they're like the M&Ms of the intellectually sure. stimulating space. You can get a lot of great information and ideas from mm -hmm. podcasts for sure. But somebody who sat down and dedicated years to writing a book, it's just going to be a lot more robust, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are two great suggestions. I love it. Troy, what's yours? Okay, so I'm going totally different than what you guys are talking about here. I'm going to recommend foot warmers. Ooh. <laughs> Lovely. And I tried this. I love foot warmers. So you have the hand warmers. You know, you probably use them in your gloves if you're skiing or just being outdoors, whatever. But the foot warmers are so nice. They're designed to stick to your feet, uh, to, your, to your socks. You put it on top of your sock, and then you put your sock in your shoe. And I think it's a great thing just because the cold is just such a difficult thing to deal with. Like this morning, I went out running. It was 10 degrees. It is just so cold out. But if you've got a foot warmer on and your feet are nice and toasty, it makes all the difference in the world. So you can get these for 40 pairs, 31 bucks on Amazon. Nice thing, you know, just to give someone. They may have used hand warmers. I love the foot warmers just because the whole foot component of it, if your feet are cold, you're miserable. Give some foot warmers. Awesome. All right. My number two. Bear with me on this one. So um, around Christmas time, I struggle because I have received so many Christmas presents that I don't want to, you know, that I didn't necessarily need or want or ever use. And now I'm burdened with this thing a couple years later that I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And I don't want to burden other people with that. So I've been moving away from giving physical gifts because a lot of the time we get caught in this game of, oh, what am I going to give them? Oh, yeah. Oh, a cheese board. That'll be great. Mitch will love a cheese board. I have five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. From all um, the other people that gave me cheese boards. So yeah. so here, here's my suggestion. Um, I started with my mom giving her gift cards to her favorite restaurants, which I think that's oh, great, sure. right? But I'm going to take it one step further. Instead of giving a gift card to somebody, reach out to somebody and say, hey, you know what? I was just thinking about you. Maybe it's an old friend or maybe somebody you just met that you think would be cool to get to know better or whatever. Just say, hey, um, let's go out to lunch. My treat. Let's go out uh, bowling. You, you talk about you like to bowl. Let's go out bowling and just, you know, have a good time. See if you can find somebody in your life, maybe. Uh, batting cage, baseball game. Uh, basketball game's probably over 50 bucks, so probably can't do that. You know, and guys like to do stuff. So maybe if lunch or coffee seems weird. 
you know, maybe doing like a, a mutually um, shared thing would be a good idea. One of the biggest hits for a Christmas gift that I did before was I did for my entire family. I was like, hey, I've rented an escape room for a night and we invited a couple of other friends to fill out the numbers and everything. And we had never done an escape room before, et cetera. But just, man, just, I don't know, not having stuff, but instead being like, hey, let's meet up. Let's do something together. Having experiences. Yes. Yeah. And I, and the gift is my mental energy. Like I have chosen something. I have decided, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a, Hey, what should we do? It's like, I have done this. Come along. And that's, that's the way I see it. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Well, one of these nights we're going to join you for one of the Kung Fu movies, Mitch. I promise. <laughs> no, I promise. We will. We will. You've invited us a couple times. Yeah. And I'm always like, Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. And maybe no, there's I a lesson there, that. Troy. I'm glad you brought that up. Maybe that's a lesson. Maybe you get an initial no. Maybe you get a yes and and then it gets canceled last minute. You know, sometimes it's hard to work that stuff into people's lives, even though they might want to do it. Um, so it is hard. And yeah. that's a hard gift to give. Like you're putting yourself out there. You gift are. cards are so easy to give. You know, yeah. you can order a digital gift card, have it sent to someone. That's a hard gift. But yeah, you are putting yourself out there. But I, I like it. I think it's a very meaningful gift as well. Mitch, what's your number two? My number two is uh, it has to do with like nutrition. And a thing about nutrition that looking back through our episodes, I don't know if we've ever done. Have we ever done an episode about hydration? No, I don't think so. Huh. No, like because we, we, we hear a lot about like, oh, you know, most people are dehydrated, et cetera. Well, yeah. this last year, I, the gift that we're going to be giving is a nice water bottle. Like one that you can carry around, one that you can put like cool stickers on like sure. I do or whatever, right? One that you can lose about three days after you Yeah, <laughs> sure. If that's if that is how you go about your water bottles. But it was just, I don't know. I never, you know, I was not one to really even think about water consumption until I got on some uh, medications that I really need to stay hydrated to like feel good. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd give a six pack of more, more inexpensive <laughs> water bottles. Sure. <laughs> no, I, I I totally agree too. I, it's funny. Oh, 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 it's I'm almost. Sorry, I'm sorry, Troy. Engrave yes. engrave the person's name on it. Engrave oh. their name and phone number on it. Oh yeah, that solves that problem. Sure. Yeah, or put a, put a tile on. Give them a tile with it, like those tile okay. things you can hook to it, so they yeah, can then I, like track it down when they lose it or something. Yeah, yeah I have one yeah. stuck to the bottom of mine. Um, yeah, you have a tile yeah. on yours. Oh, I can't lose it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, I I love. Yeah, I I would love getting a water bottle gift because I have a lot of them, and I. I carry it around almost like a security blanket. Like I just don't like not being able to drink water. <laughs> sure. I probably, I think I, I drink a lot of water, but uh, I think a, a nice water bottle would be a cool gift for sure. Troy, what's your number two? Well, mine's kind of like Mitch's in a way. So mine is a portable blender. And oh. the reason I'm suggesting this, I have just totally become a, a believer in Thunder's recommendation that everyone drink or eat smoothies, whatever you want to call it, because you got all kinds of fruit going in there. You got yogurt going in there, all kinds of healthy stuff. Now at work, I find that I would love to have a smoothie, but to make a smoothie at home and take it to work is not practical. I've done it. It just doesn't hold up well. You put it in the fridge and it just gets kind of gross. But if you had a portable blender, something that you could take to work and, you know, most places you work, you've got like a fridge you have access to or a freezer uh, you could keep some frozen fruit in there, but just to make like a healthy snack, um, it doesn't even have to be like lunch, like maybe mid-afternoon snack, something like that. You pull out your portable blender, uh, throw in some fruit, some yogurt. Um, I just think it'd be a great thing. So that's all along the line of healthy eating and what Thunder's recommended. 
portable blender, 49 bucks on Amazon. Love it. Good idea. You know, that reminded me of something too. Um, and maybe this would work better for somebody else. One of those hand blenders, those immersion blenders. Do you know what those oh, are? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I inherited one when I got married to my wife that was part of her dowry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. She just had it. It came into the marriage. Okay. And, uh, and I, I've got my smoothie um, container that I would pour my smoothie into after I blended it, right, with the lid. But the immersion blenders are great because I can throw the ingredients right in the container and then just a couple of hits with that immersion blender, I've got less to clean up because I'm not cleaning up a blender. I'm just cleaning off the immersion blender, which is super easy to clean off. Oh, and it's yeah. already then in the container I'm going to drink from. Although I'm looking online and they're kind of expensive. I don't know if you could find something for 30 or 40 bucks. I wouldn't spend a hundred bucks for one. Hmm. Yeah, there's some here on Amazon for like 25 bucks, 50 sure. bucks. I think that's all you would need for a smoothie. So maybe that might work for somebody too. All right. Number three. So you guys did a really good job. You said you went back. Mitch went back and listened to previous uh -huh. episodes to make sure he didn't duplicate. I duplicated, but I intentionally duplicated. Oh, no. Is it resistance bands? I intentionally duplicated. What's that? <laughs> Is it resistance bands? Is no. it tonal? Remember tonal last year? No, it's not tonal. It was like $2,000 like, like $2, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. when we decided we would have one gift that money was no, you know, what would you give? <laughs> money is no object this year. And, and by the way, had I bought a tonal, I'm sure it would be sitting for the past six months. Being <laughs> right. I'm glad. Here I am talking about walking and spending a hundred dollars on a blender yeah <laughs> i was gonna yeah. buy it all right so anyway <laughs> um it's tea so last year i started talking about how i started drinking more tea and drinking tea has been transformative for me and helping me to drink less alcohol at night because alcohol like beer just kind of became a habit in the evening and something to do like i was constantly reaching and drinking right and i was kind of to the point where i'm like i'm not even really enjoying this so it dawned on me, maybe if you had something else that you could reach for and drink, maybe that would work out. And tea fit that bill. Hmm. I also got rid of coffee, so I wanted to have a hot beverage in the morning. Tea fit that bill. And like Mitch said, during the day, if you just need a quick little meditation or a little break, I'll make a cup of tea. I'll go take 20 minutes, do some deep breathing, breathe it in, feel the warmth. It's been fantastic. But last year I was using tea bags, and I discovered that most tea bags are made out of plastic. And there's all sorts of microplastics that you're getting in addition to your tea. Oh, no. So that made me decide I wanted to switch to loose leaf tea. And loose leaf tea is great because it opens up your taste palate to things that you never knew existed. Like tea bags are very limited in the sort of offerings they have. But when you go online and find a couple of loose leaf tea places, it's everything from regular tea to different mixes of tea that you've experienced to herbal teas you've never heard of to mixes of fruits and mints and all of that. And, and it's just, it's fantastic. So you can find two or three things that you really like. Um, like for example, there's a Roy Boss tea, which is a non-caffeinated, it's a caffeine-free tea and it tastes similar to teas that we're used to, but I think it tastes better actually. Hmm. Um, but my pro tip is get a little steeper, uh, which is the thing you make your tea in that lets the leaves really interact with the water. So a lot of us have seen those little tea balls, you just pack your tea into it and then you put that in the cup. Water doesn't really interact with the tea. And you can find these little steepers. You put the loose leaf tea in. It's got a filter in the bottom. You pour the hot water on. You wait five, 10 minutes, whatever. And then you filter it into your cup. So I duplicated tea because it has been very instrumental in my past year. Um, and adding loose leaf teas to the equation has made it even a little bit more fun. And so much so that this summer, I got an iced tea maker that you can put your loose leaf tea in. You put it in the refrigerator 
and then you can have an iced tea. And I'd be very interested because what's I've cut a lot of even diet sodas and stuff out of my diet for, and my numbers are coming down for my prediabetes, so check on that. But like, I'm also getting really bored of like just water or just LaCroix or whatever. And so maybe, maybe I'll check out tea. Mitch, what is your number three? My number three is resistance bands. But no, pause. It's a different type of resistance band. <laughs> uh, uh, we've talked before about uh, just kind of strength training tools. And that was one idea I had. I had this little grip master that I've been using. Uh, it's an old uh, little thing to get your hands stronger for guitar or violin or whatever. And I've just been fidgeting with that and getting kind of a little bit stronger. But the bigger thing is, is the like looser mobility resistance bands like these like kind of wider ones that you can kind of pull sometimes they come in a whole roll and you just cut whatever length you need um but just some mobility equipment as weird as it sounds one of the biggest things this past year is i've moved i moved with my ankle injury that we're still working on i'm seeing Krisky next week etc but I've been doing a lot of mobility, like my flexibility, my ability to move around, uh, building up some strength on little muscles that you never really interact with. But man, oh man, will help you when you're older, you know, and I have these loose resistance bands, these little like kind of foam balls that you can put in between different places and rub out knots, etc. But just getting stuff that you can just kind of play around with through the day and practice on some mobility stuff. Like I, I don't, gro- I don't groan every time I get up off, off of like a lazy boy chair, you know, that like, Ooh, uh, like I no <laughs> longer do groan. that. Yeah. Stand up, like, right. It, it yeah. happens, but now it's, yeah. it's starting to become less. And so it's just this kind of thing that's just like, yes, we've said resistance bands before, but let's focus on mobility kind of tools and seeing, especially if, if you have anyone in your life that's even a bit older or has any sort of mobility issues. So these aren't designed for strength so much as uh-huh. more range of motion and mm-hmm. is that, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're, the, they're the kinds of bands that you would get at like a physical therapist's office. Um, okay. But you can buy ones that are made to last longer and uh, you can just use at home and they're reusable and it's it's great. I love it. And I'm at a point in my life, I would much rather be flexible than strong. Like I don't, I mean, I want to be, you know, in good shape. I want to have decent muscle mass, but I don't care. I don't want to be bulk. You know, that's not something I'm ever <laughs> going to achieve. I've given up on that, but I would love to be more flexible and have great range of motion and not have those aches and pains. So I think that's a yeah. great gift and uh, I'm going to look into it. Troy, what's your number three? So my number three is kind of like yours, Scott, in in the sense of giving of yourself. My gift will cost you nothing, but maybe, maybe some sanity, but it is priceless. And I'm speaking for all of the parents who may be listening. This is just offering to a parent to come over and babysit and help out. (laughs) Wow, I love it. Uh, I'm not necessarily recommending, Scott, that you do it. (laughs) <laughs> I would recommend that you have some <laughs> some sort of, you know, dynamic with young children before you rec- hey. I'm sorry, Scott. I'm just I'm just laughing, Mitch, because Scott Scott met me at the zoo a couple months ago <laughs> and he met my little girl and he just looks at her and says, How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I don't know how to interact with kids. I'm like, hello, small adults. Yeah, like, hello. what can we do? How yeah. are you doing today? And then she started crying. She did start crying at one point. But I don't think anyway, it was because of you. Like, it wasn't because of you, Scott. No. But no, I, I 
understand what you're saying. I definitely. Yeah. Whatever episode he's like, do you want to hold my kid? No. <laughs> you're just like, no. <laughs> hey, two years ago, that was me. Trust me. I was like, I, yeah. I mean, I would interact with kids at work, you know, from a pediatrics perspective. I'm like, I don't want to hold people's kids. But you can still give a lot. Like there, there, there's a lot you can do. If, if you know someone, like if you have a, fr- a friend who's got young kids or a new baby, anything like that, it's remarkable how much time that takes up. Yeah. Like it, it is absolutely remarkable. I had no idea. <laughs> but just to even offer to them, be like, hey, can I just come over and help you out with some cleaning or help you out with some projects around your house that you just cannot get to because you're always taking care of a, a young child, um, even if it's not babysitting, you know, because I think babysitting is kind of intimidating. But anyway, yeah. it's a simple thing you can offer if you know people who have kids. Just just say, hey, don't ask, can I help? Because they're always going to say no. Say, I have two hours in my day tomorrow. I'm going to come over. You tell me how I can help you. Something that like simple. That. And again, it's not going to cost you anything. Uh, but I think people who have young kids, you know, often they don't reach out for help, but that can be a huge help for them. Yeah. The, the like, I guess, gay uncle who's not too good at kids tip that I do. I have uh, a cousin and she's got some kids and she lives like an hour and a half, two hours away. Like it's not just buzz down and help out. And so I've actually just like even just done some like Uber Eats or Grubhub. Like I've been like, hey, it sounds like you're stressed. Like I've ordered you a bunch of food. Like it's coming to you. You don't have to think about it tonight. And I ordered enough that you'll have leftovers for tomorrow. That and is just huge. I've heard, yeah, right. I've heard, yeah. and I like, I just thought it was like, oh, I can't go babysit. I don't feel comfortable doing that, but like, I can at least send you a little bit of food and take something off your plate. And just how much that is meant to her on those days where she's got her two kids, the younger one and a three year old. And it's just like, Ugh, just not having to worry about food for one day. Like, yeah, right. Which, that's, that's a great idea too. Yeah. Just, just send it. And again, don't ask, how can I help you? Cause everyone's going to say no, just do it. Just say like, Hey, Grubhub's on the way. Mm-hmm. Or just say, I'm coming over, put me to work. You know, anything like that is just super helpful for people. I think a lot of times we forget giving of yourself, right? How powerful that can be. It, 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 it makes us feel good. It helps the other person. I think, you know, a lot of social and mental health uh, benefits to something like that. So I love it. Well, I mean, some might say that we've done this so many years that we were digging the bottom of the barrel. Others might say that cream doesn't rise to the top. It actually sits at the bottom of the barrel. No, that's not how that works. I don't know where that's going. It's uh, like a really you know, good cheese down there. That's right. <laughs> it was, a nice moldy cheese. We had some good ideas. So good. Uh, yeah. I like that. Any final thoughts before we sign off. Uh, I like that that theme kind of, you know, there was a lot of that where we've moved away from so much giving stuff of maybe giving to ourselves, And then, you know, you t- both you talked about also kind of giving the gift of like knowledge with audiobooks and, and reading. So uh, there's so much value in that rather than just, you know, necessarily just giving stuff like, you know, giving yeah. more of yourself or giving experiences makes a big difference. To, and I think people appreciate it. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is listening back to some of the earlier lists and stuff, how different it is, because it's like, I don't want to give a bunch of stuff like we've already like done the declutter challenge and everything like I, I would hate yeah. to burden people with more stuff that maybe they're not going to use, especially with their health, you know, but there's a lot of things that you can do. All right. Well, our challenge to you, the listener, is um, try one of these suggestions and let us know how it works. Or if you have something you'd like to add, maybe you've actually even done one of these. Tell us how that went. We would love to hear from you. 
You can email hello at thescoperadio.com. That's hello at thescoperadio.com. Good list, guys. Thank you very much again for coming up with nine gift ideas for better health from the Who Cares About Men's Health guys on Who Cares About Men's Health.